Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Lancashire Libraries podcast for the love of books. My name is Chris Wilson, the East Services Librarian, and today's episode of the podcast is going to be all about Book Week Scotland, which is coming up very soon, from the 14th to the 20th of November. And I thought we'd tell you a little bit about our plans for the, the event. And first up, we're going to have Drew Vini, the librarian from Airdrie, to tell us a little bit about some of the events that's happening there. Next up, I'll tell you a little bit more about some of the other events that we've got happening. And then after that, we have got Thomas from Cobridge Library, who's going to tell us a little bit about an event that he is doing because he has got an alter ego as a writer as well as being a librarian as well. And then we'll end the podcast with some exclusive information about some events that we are just about to announce as well. So stay tuned and listen up for them. But first up, here is Drew to tell you a little bit more about the event at Airdrie Library. So Drew, welcome back to the podcast and thank you for coming to talk to us a little bit about um, some of the Book Week Scotland events you've got happening at Airdrie Library and you guys have got not one but two authors coming during Book Week Scotland, is that right? Hi Chris, yeah, brilliant to be back and yes, really excited about Book Week Scotland, very close now, um, lots happening across the service but uh, from our perspective in Airdrie area, two very, very interesting uh, and wonderful Scottish authors coming to visit us, which we're delighted about. Um, so we have Alicia Suave, who's a debut author, um, who is receiving a lot of praise and a lot of um, coverage at the moment for her first book. And we also have Karen Campbell coming Fantastic. to visit us in Airdrie. Um, who is well known for her crime novels, but the, the book she's coming to to talk about is something a, a little bit different for her. But again, very much in keeping with Book Week Scotland and of course the, the, the Scottish year of stories that we're coming to an end to uh, now as well. So very excited about both events and looking forward to them. Fantastic. And um, well, we have a week and a look at the Alisa Suave one first. She's a, a Lancer writer, um, isn't she? Um, and uh, the event is building up, building up a kind of showcase of local talent that we've had in our libraries in kind of recent years as well, because we've had quite a lot of local writers who have became quite successful recently. So this is another one that's coming um, and kind of talking to, talk to us about our, our book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Um, <clears throat> in recent years, we've seen lots of local Lanarkshire authors sort of hit the big time almost where I'm thinking of the likes of Graham Armstrong and David Keenan and and people like that and Alicia is just the 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 latest from this long line of Lanarkshire um, authors um, hitting stardom so our, our debut novel is called Ginger and Me um, and it's set in and around Lanarkshire as well um, I think uh, over in the Erdingston kind of area so just yeah. outside of North Lanarkshire Alicia herself is, lives locally too still, so um, it's something that we're really always looking to support in our local authors, but particularly at this time when um, so many of them are doing so well nationally and, and internationally, so it's it's a real um, golden age for, for Lanarkshire authors at the moment, and mm. Alicia is certainly part of that. And the Airdrie Library seems to be kind of the, the place to go to catch them as well, because you have had David Keenan in the past, <laughs> you've had uh, Graham Armstrong as well, so 
So the, it's a good. It, it seems to be a good place for authors to head to before they kind of really kind of hit the, hit the heights of of uh, stardom that they've been getting to recently. Absolutely, it's funny that <laughs> when you mentioned that, and of course, Len Penny visited us recently as well um, yeah. uh, during uh, uh, National Poetry Day, and 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 another kind of up and coming Lanarkshire um, originating author and, and poet. So there must be something in the water at Airdrie. I'm not going to sort of disabuse anybody of that notion because Airdrie, as we all know, is a very special place, and Airdrie <laughs> Library in particular. <laughs> Um, so we are always keen, as we all are throughout the service, to, to support our local authors. So it's just so great that so many of them seem to be from our neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as you say, our, our novel, um, Ginger and Me, is our debut novel and it is set in Uddingston. Mm. And do you think that will, that will help the library members connect to it, knowing that that kind of local connection, kind of they'll, they'll know the area and things like that. They'll maybe kind of know, they'll kind of be able to set the scene a little bit more in their head and things. Yeah, absolutely. That's always a thing, isn't it? When there's a local connection, you're you're off to a flyer before you even start the book. That you're going you're going to know <clears throat> the places and very roughly the, the the sort of characters that you you might meet within that. I think um, this debut novel in particular is 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 something where where a sense of place um, is is very strong, and um, being a local author writing about your local uh, hometown or location is is something that's um, uh, very, very kind of evocative and, and, and something that readers uh, time and time again really latch on to. So, yeah, I think it's really important, um, that, particularly somewhere like Lanarkshire, um, where we have a, such a strong sense of place that yeah. that, that really does connect <laughs> with our readers and, and with our, our writers, obviously, as well. Yeah, I, I think with, with that, I think that whenever it's a, a local writer writing about their kind of local area, it does help to add kind of authenticity to to this the kind of scenes and stories. Uh, I, I, whenever I read the Graham Armstrong book, for example, I, I could picture the, the the places and the characters. We all knew somebody who was in like one of the characters in those stories and things like that from our childhood. And, things, and so I think it does kind of help to kind of really kind of bring it to life a lot more whenever you kind of have that kind of local insight into how, how it can set and things like that and stuff. And and one of the other parts that um, Alyssa has been quoted saying in the past is how, how important it was for her to have the leading lady in the story as a working class woman, mm. leading character as a working class woman. Um, it does really kind of help the, the story stand out a little bit, isn't it? It's not really kind of the sort of more sort of normal character to have as a yeah. as a character. Yeah, I think that's a, again a really good point. We <clears throat> part of this renaissance and and local writing that we're that we're talking about is is that it represents real people and that it represents um, perhaps areas of of our communities that have have been underrepresented and and certainly in literature up until now. Um, particularly, I think with working class. Um, women. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a the the wonderful novel um, from Kirsten Innes of last year or the year before Scabby Queen was was a similar sort of thing where um, it, it really put the, it to the forefront of the novel of working class characters and, and the background and the challenges that are faced. I think of also Shuggy Bain as well, you know, Douglas Stewart's kind of yeah. uh, wonderful novel of last year, it's the same sort of thing. Um, so Alicia um, has mentioned that that having a, a, a working class woman at the centre of the story was important to her. And I completely agree because it, it just shines another light on areas of our communities and areas of our own locations and towns and uh, people that we that we see and work with that, that we haven't really seen in literature before. And that can never be a bad thing. That yeah. can never be a bad thing for, for people to have a voice and people to recognise themselves in the books that they read. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think it'll be an absolutely fantastic event and it will be on Tuesday the 15th of November at 2pm at Airdrie Library, so that'll be a fantastic event for anyone to come along to. And the Karen Campbell event is a look back at one of our older books rather than our, our current book, um, uh, This Is Where I Am. Is that is that the, that's right? Yeah. The, that's the one we're looking at, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was the thing in the behind kind of, kind of looking at that So as, as the, the story for the yeah, I think Karen, as as I said earlier, Karen is um, originally um, became famous for her crime fiction um, as a former kind of member of the police service. Um, she wrote that with a real insight and a real, <coughs> excuse me, a real um, keen eye to for detail. Um, but this book, this is where I am, um, is is more set within the, the the refugee community within Glasgow, and it's a more sort of tender tale of of. Um, uh, that particular community and the people that support them and how they can learn from each other and and how they can really open the other's eyes to to um you know seeing things in a completely different way so it's a story that's really important it's a story that affects us all and it's a story that particularly affects us in Lanarkshire here as we welcome um, new members to our communities from all over the world um so we're delighted that Karen's coming to speak about this book in particular also because as we were saying it's the year of stories uh, the Scottish Year of Stories this year um, coming to an end now, and it's uh, those are stories that deserve to be told and deserve to be told throughout our communities, because um, um, again, giving voice to all members of our communities now. So I'm I'm delighted and we're delighted that Karen's doing this particular book, um, because it has such resonance for us, for where we all are, and for where all our, our new me community members are. So it's it's a wonderful opportunity to come and hear. Um, something a little bit different that you might not have kind of considered or, or thought about or read before. Yeah, and it'd be interesting to kind of see what Karen Campbell's crime fiction fans kind of mm. make of the, the kind of, sort of change in, in maybe tone and, and genre and things like that for this book. And, um, and it's like you say, that they, they do fit very well with the, the, the book with Scotland theme of, of Scottish stories this year. So, and they give the two very, two very different events in terms of stories, but, but also very, very well fit into that, that kind of wide variety of the kind of things that can happen on a yeah. local basis in Scotland. Yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely agree. It's just shown, shown all facets of, of, our country's current story. It's shown all facets of our, our locality's current story and, and where we are in North Lanarkshire, um, that, we're, that we're open to, to new ideas and new stories and new voices and <clears throat> new perspectives. So we're very, very keen that um, as a service that those um, sorts of events would happen this year. And, and we're delighted particularly that a couple of them at least are, are taking place in Airdrie Library. So very much looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to both events. Yeah. And and one of the one of the other great things as well with the Karen Campbell event is it's going to be on a Saturday. It's going to be on Saturday the 19th of November at 2 p.m. Mm. And we don't we don't normally do Saturday author events that often. So this is mm. a chance for for anyone who maybe can't come along to a, a weekday event to come along to an event as well in the library and see a, a, a really top author. Uh, in the local library as well, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. That that was that was key in our thinking was, um, particularly was to offer uh, the opportunity for as many people as possible to come to our events this year in person. Of course, um, after a couple of years when when they were digital only. So, yeah, a Saturday, <clears throat> not something that we, we've done that often in the past, but. 
um, an, an excellent and an ideal opportunity for as many people as they can to, to come along to Airdrie for, for Karen. Um, Alicia's on a Tuesday afternoon, so again, another great opportunity to come along if you're available at that point to see um, high quality literature in your local setting, um, discussing local issues, but also issues that affect us all. So very much looking forward to it and hopefully as many people as possible will be able to come and join yeah. And how and how can people book to come along to the event if they, if they fancy coming along to, to see them? No problem. There's lots of different ways. You can um, check out our website with full booking details, um, www.culturenl.co.uk, um, where we have a dedicated Book Week Scotland page listing all our events. But for these two events particularly, <clears throat> you can um, give your Library a call. We have, our booking is open from today. Um, our number, I'll, I'll plug it, why not, is 01236758070. Give us a call. Um, places are available now and are free, which is crucial that we should say free and open to everyone. So we very much encourage everyone to come along and to take part in, in any of our events, but particularly the ones that we're, we're talking about in ARJ over the next uh, Book Week Scotland period. Fantastic. It sounds as if it's going to be two fantastic events and, mm. and a great part of our Big Week Scotland calendar for this year. And I really hope they go well for you, Drew. So, and I hope everyone that goes along to the events, I hope they enjoy it as well. Yeah, thanks, Chris. No problem at all. Looking forward to it. Fantastic. So I think you'll agree that anyone coming along to those events at Airdrie Library will have a fantastic time. They sound like great events and they are definitely worth coming along to. The next event I thought I would tell you a little bit about is a visit from Kirkland Sikoni to the Lantern House in Cumbernauld Theatre. And it's event. the event is ticketed but you can get that ticket for free from Cumbernauld Library either in person or by calling them on 01236 632702. And Kirkland has written a new book called Sadie Call the Polis, and it's a it's a new novel from him. His previous book was Happiness Is Wasted on Me, which was set in Cumbernauld itself. Sadie Call the, Pol- the Polis, though, is an offbeat story about a Scottish family seen through the eyes of Sadie Relish, and whose journey. Uh, from childhood to adulthood is rendered in crushing detail. It's a disastrous first date, la- late nights at the bus stops and running away from home, the hangovers, her first and last job, COVID, it's all in there, the drama, uh, uh, all of the lot is in there. And Kirkland is a fantastic performer, he's definitely worth catching, he will be a fantastic event to come along to and see, so definitely come along to that. And like I said, you do need to book a ticket for that. The event is on Monday the 14th of November at 7pm at the Cafe or Bistro at Lantern House Cumbernauld Theatre, but the tickets are available from Cumbernauld Library, so do pick one up from there. And the tickets are free, so definitely get a hold of one of them before they are all gone and next up we have got Thomas the librarian from Com- uh, Copebridge Library sorry, to tell us a little bit about a, a special event that he's got happening at Wishaw Library during Big Week Scotland. So, Thomas, thank you for joining me on the podcast uh, to tell us a little bit about the Book Week Scotland event that you are doing. So you're taking on your non-librarian alter ego for this one and mm-hmm. because some people might not realise that you actually are an author yourself and have written in lots and lots of books and, tra- and also translated quite a lot of books to Scots as well. So 
not many people will know that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about um, the what event you're going to do for us at Tune Book Week Scotland? Hi, sure, Chris, and thanks so much for having me on. Um, I, you're right, I've been writing for a long time, and I write mainly in the Scots language. I've uh, translated, my most recent books have mostly been translations into Scots for English. I've translated Diary of the Wimpy Kid into Scots and the, a series of unfortunate events into Scots. And my next book, which is coming out at the end of this month, in which I'm doing a Book Week Scotland event at Wisha Library, about is Animal Farm, or Animal Ferm, rather, the Scots <laughs> translation of George Orwell's classic book about um, revolution on a farm. So that's what I'm going to be talking about on the 15th, the 15th of November uh, in the evening at Wisha Library. Fantastic. I mean, translated such a clay book, that must be quite a nerve-wracking thing to take on because everybody knows Animal Farm. Obviously, George Orwell is uh, a hugely well-known author. I, I think most people would be able to name George Orwell and Animal Farm as a book, um, even if they're not a reader. Uh, so that must be quite a nerve-wracking thing to take on and to try and kind of do. Well, absolutely, yes, I and because George Orwell is a hero of mine, he's a hero of virtually everybody who writes, and obviously he's one of the writers who hasn't stopped being relevant. He's become more relevant over the years, and I, I seem to remember, like in the last couple of years, because of our political moment, because of various other things that were going on, 1984 and Animal Farm were suddenly more popular than they've yeah. been in a long, long time. So, I it's, it's kind of nerve wracking to try and emulate a voice like Orwell's to try and do justice to writing that is as sublime as Orwell's. And I'm not going to pretend that I think I've done it. I hope I have. I'm not going to pretend, though. That'll be for the folk who read the book to judge. But I, I, it's certainly something that I approached with caution and that I'm really looking forward to people being able to see and read and tell me if they think I've done a good job or not so good a job of. Fantastic. I, I think it's a fantastic opportunity for the Scots language to have a, 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 real, a real classic novel kind of brought into it and, and available to people. And, and that's, that's a, great, a great thing. Uh, so how did the opportunity come about to, to do that? Um, and I mean, how does that how does the kind of idea of it being translated into Scots come about? Who, is, was that your idea or was that a publisher approach to you to kind of put it together or how does, how does that come about? Ah, it was, uh, well, what it was, was um, obviously when you're translating books from any language into Scots, then you need the permission of the original publisher and the original writer and so on and so forth. And that can be, that can be logistically tricky as well as financially, uh, you know, it can be expensive to get that permission. George Orwell, as you probably know, just went out of copyright in the last couple of years, which made it or makes it a lot easier to do editions of his work to do translations of his work. So Lewis Press, who are the publishers of the book, approached me and said, oh, what do you think? Do you want to have a go down 1984 in Scots? And, and I know I've said 1984 there, that's no mistake. And I said, oh, aye, I mean, I'd love to, but do you know, I think it'd be better to start off a wee bit less, than, because 1984 is a, <laughs> it's a bigger book. It's a more mm -hmm. complicated book. Um, I think it'll be I think it'll be a really interesting thing to try, and we're hoping to try it eventually, but I said to begin with, look, you know, think Animal Farm's the mayor, the 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 more accessible and the, the the better bet of the two. So I Lewis Press were quite happy with that, and we we cracked on. We I wasn't totally sure to begin with, to be honest with you, if it was going to work, because you read Orwell and just think, can this be replicated in any language, you know, Scots or anything else? Can anybody hope to reach the level of George Orwell in any other medium? So I was. 
I was worried about it. I was worried about it, and uh, you know, I'm still worried about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, you know, it is something that we don't. You know, like you said, like you said a wee bit a wee minute ago, we don't have that many books in Scots, and it's something that's relatively new. And certainly, Scots translation since maybe about 2002, we've had loads of kids' books translated into Scots. We've yeah. had Roald Dahl and we've had Harry Potter and I've done a couple myself and, you know, Ramon the Broom and the Gruffalo. So we're actually kind of well cared for there, but nobody's really dipped a toe into books for adults in yeah. Scots, adult translations in Scots. So this is this is new territory for me and for my publisher. So it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. But, but aye, I, th- I think it's a really exciting thing to be happening and hopefully it'll be the start of something not not renaissance but will be the start of becoming normal for adult novels to be published in Scots. Yeah and and so so if this one goes well is there a chance that you might do 1984 as well because I think that I, I love 1984 I think it's a fantastic book and it would be very interesting to see it translated into Scots as well. I've been, believe it or not, I'm, I'm actually kind of half working on it the new. I'm no one to get too ahead of myself because I want to see how this goes <laughs> and so do my publishers. But um, I, I mean, that 1984 would be brilliant because quite apart from anything else, it's about language. I mean, so it's Animal Farm, really. But 1984 is about language. So that's really something you could get to grips with and get your teeth into when you're writing about Scots. It's about yeah. the, the destruction of language 1984. And what's happened to Scots isn't that different to what happens to English in 1984 when it gets replaced by this water doing you speak. So mm-hmm. I am... I'm working on it. Uh, it'll take a bit longer than Animal Farm did, and you know, who knows if nobody buys Animal Farm, then maybe it'll never happen. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. So that a little, a little bit of a possible exclusive there for the podcast. To, 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 <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so I mean, obviously there must be. I can only imagine there must be a lot of work goes into putting together a, tra- a translation of a, of a piece of work, especially one um, as well known as Animal Farm. It must be quite satisfying though once it find, it's finally there and it's finally kind of put together and you can bring it out to, to people and stuff. So it must be, it must be quite good to get, to get reach that point. Oh, it's brilliant, Chris. I, I, I mean, I was working on Animal Farm. A lot of the work I did on Animal Farm was over the course of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. at that point, obviously things were up in the air. Nobody knew how much of a publishing industry was going to be left after the pandemic. Everybody, there's loads of really gloomy predictions about what was going to happen to publishing and to libraries and to books and to writing after the pandemic. So at the time that I was translating, you just think, well, is this ever going to see the light of day? Is this going to, is there going to be such a thing as bookshops after, it sounds daft now, but at the time it just seemed like anything could happen. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, after all that, it's, it's brilliant to finally go to a place where, and it's in the Scots language books in particular, obviously you're, you're never totally sure, you know, is there going to be an audience for it? Is there going to be a publisher who's willing to take it on? There's there's loads of things that can that happen to stop a Scots language book becoming a reality, and yeah. I'm delighted that this is about to become a reality. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's certainly something I couldn't have seen myself doing a couple of years ago, and it's it's brilliant to see that it's it's happened, it's done, it's yeah. it's it's nearly there. But I, I, I know you say that it can be quite difficult to get a Scots language book out there, but I do think there there is a bit of a kind of momentum behind. The Scots language books come out. I mean, obviously this this one's coming out, and there has been some really successful ones come out in the, the not too distant past. I'm thinking Duck Feet and uh, the Young Team, for example, really kind of successful books, um, and really quite critically acclaimed. Uh, there does seem to be a bit of a momentum behind kind of that that 
the, the Scots language has been published now, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I think there's a wee bit of a Scots language renaissance going on right now, and Duckfeet and the Young Team are really good examples of books that are in Scots, but have they been limited to Scots readerships? You know, there's there books mm-hmm. that have broken out of that wee niche and have yeah. become mainstream successes, and there's there's been quite a few books like, like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stain, the Scots translation of Harry Potter. It was sell, selling worldwide. You know, people were going crazy for it, whether they were native Scots speakers or no. Last week, uh, I don't know if you'll know, but the Arthur C. Clarke Award, which is the, you know, the, the top science fiction award yeah. in the UK, was won by, of all things, it was won by a verse, a sci-fi verse novel in Scots called Deep Wheel Arcadia by Harry Josephine Giles. And if yeah, that's a that's an award that's been won by like The Handmaid's Tale. That is a top award, and it's yeah. been won by a novel that's in verse and in Scots. It's incredible. So I and yeah. obviously we ourselves in North Lancashire Live, we've had Anne Donovan here recently, we've had Len Penny here recently. These are people who have been huge instigators of the the Renaissance in Scots. So I, there's loads going on. It's a really exciting time to be involved in Scots language and Scots language publishing and that's why I'm, I'm really looking forward to this book coming out because it's noticed in the past a Scots book would come out and it'd come out into a vacuum. There'd be nothing yeah. else happening. And, yeah. you know, but now you know you're coming out. There's a community out there. There's uh, interest and there's uh, established literary tradition. So it's it's brilliant. Ah, it's, it's really exciting. And for those of us that have been running long enough, and know everybody has, like obviously, you know, your younger writers don't remember anything before this, but people like... People like your age and my age, Chris, we remember when there weren't any Scots books for kids. We remember when Scots wasn't quite so easy, relatively easy a sell as it is now. So it's, it's it's brilliant to see and long may it continue. Yeah, I think I think there's definitely a, a bit of an uptake in, in interest in it for sure. And you, you, you see that with the, the popularity of some of the books that come out. And 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 I think that, that kind of move to then start translating really kind of well-known classic books to Scots as well will only really enhance that and, and, and make it and, and improve that and, and really kind of heighten the, the appetite for, for more as well. So it's going to be an exciting time and hopefully the event goes really, really well for you, Thomas. And and also we hope that lots of folk come along as well. Um, it's going to be on Tuesday the 15th of November at Wishaw Library. And um, how can people book to come along to that event, Thomas? The same way they can book for all your Book Week Scotland events uh, this 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 coming month, Chris, which is, if you want to see what there is, obviously you check our website online and you phone up or visit the library in question to book a place at an event. So in my case, if you want to come and see me at Wisha Library, give the folks at Wisha Library a phone or just pop in next time you're passing by and let them know. Fantastic. And uh, we hope to see everybody there and enjoy some more Scott's language and thank you for telling us a bit more about it Thomas. Thanks very much Chris. Hopefully you'll agree that Thomas's event sounds fantastic. It's a great opportunity for you to come along and find out a little bit more about Animal Farm, the translation of the classic Orwell novel Animal Farm. And 
We've also got a couple of events to reveal as kind of exclusives. They're hot off the press. They have just been confirmed. And we have got some great news for some crime fans out there. We have got Claire Askew coming to Coatbridge Library on Friday the 18th of November at 2pm. Claire's latest D.I. Birch novel came out earlier this year called A Matter of Time. And... Everyone who has enjoyed that series so far will want to come along to that event. It's sure to be fantastic. And the other one is Douglas Skelton will be visiting Motherwell Library. And Douglas is known for his Glasgow crime fiction usually, but his new novel, An Honourable Thief, is taking you back in time to be a historical crime fiction. He'll be back in 1715 and he has got a new lead character, Jonas Flint, to be the main character in those books. So it is a bit of a new venture for Douglas and it is sure to be an interesting read for sure. So do check those events out as well. Douglas's event will be at Motherwell on Wednesday the 16th of November at 7pm. So it's definitely both worth coming along to. They are free events and you can book directly with the library. And you can find out more information about the, all of the events that we've got for Book Week Scotland by visiting culturenl.co.uk slash bookweekscotland and you will find out all about all the plans. And we hope to see you guys at some of the events. And the, the events are only made by the audience coming along. So... We hope you come along and enjoy them. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do leave us a little bit of feedback using the hashtag, hashtag FLB podcast, or by dropping us an email at librarypodcast at northland.gov.uk. That's all for us for now, guys. We will be back again soon with another episode. But until then, it's bye for now. Bye.